guys, welcome back, Table for Two podcast on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Yep. We are back and today we're doing things a little bit different. We have been really wanting to incorporate more like advice and kind of question and answers into our podcast. So today that's going to be kind of like a main focus, but we also... We're just going to give like a life update. We want to talk yeah. about the nitty gritty of marriage and finances <laughs> and splitting the bill. And we're just confused. So really, we're just going to go through that confusion together. Yes. And we're going to try to be more organized with our podcast. So we're going to do more of like one topic and not just be all over the place. And like Sarah said, we're going to incorporate some advice and do some like weekly recaps on life and maybe do some trending topics. I think today we're talking a little bit about The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Which I'm not normally like super obsessed with. I don't know. I go back and forth. Like it really depends on the season, but I am literally obsessed with this season. I go to work on Mondays and like I can't wait to come home and watch. That's crazy because normally I watch a lot Mm -hmm. and this season I've kind of been like watching here and there. Yeah, like in May. Yeah, but I just recently caught up. I didn't really like it in the beginning, but I'm like really, really intrigued now. I just want to, like I'm so curious who he picks. I just feel like it could go so many different ways. Yeah, because I've seen so many different things online. Um... I feel like in seasons past, I don't usually, like, I'll watch, like, the first episode and then I'll watch the final four because I like the beginning because they all, you know, the first time they meet the bachelor or bachelorette, they all come out of the limo and then mm-hmm. you can see every single person. And then I like to know, like, who it narrows down to. And I know. The final four. I, I That's think, when I start watching. I think the endings are the best. Like, the, yeah. the very I like few. when, like, they go, when they go to the hometowns and then they go and meet the guy or girl's family. That's, that's good, so. Yeah. Good content. Wholesome. Okay, let's get back to the beginning. So last week we were together. Sarah drove 10 hours from San Francisco to see me for two days. God bless you. Like that is friendship goals on another level. I literally loved it. Loved every second except for... The fact Except that, for you got pneumonia. Yeah, I literally was <laughs> had the coronavirus the whole time, so got quarantined at the border. <laughs> I don't know what it is with us, but every single time we're together, one of us is sick. Like you came out the past, like not last New Year's, but the year before, mm-hmm. and I had the flu. You actually had the flu. <laughs> I actually had the flu. All we did for four days was lay in my bed and watch movie after movie after movie. And I think I threw up on you. You literally had a fever. Had probably no Uh clothes on and made your grandma give you chicken noodle soup and pick out all of the chicken. Yeah, I don't like chicken. Like that was the level of sick that you were on. But I love it. Yeah, but, but, but... The picking out the chicken has nothing to do with the flu. I don't like meat. Yeah, that's you. It was just very high yeah. maintenance. You know what I mean? High maintenance sickness. Okay, you are too. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but still. Yeah, I am very high maintenance. But yeah, we had a lot of fun mm-hmm. regardless of you being sick. Mm-hmm. We went to the hockey game. We... I don't know if we should blow our cover, but we 100% got fully ready, 
head to toe, Full on bought glam. brand new outfits. Went live. Bought brand new outfits. Went live on Instagram. Put lashes on. Did a. We had a makeup appointment at Mac. We got blowouts. We did everything head to toe. And then we are getting ready. It's 10 o'clock. The Uber is about to be here. And Sarah says, Do you want to go out still? I'm like, um, well, since we started getting ready at noon and it's now 10 o'clock, yes, I want to go out, but I totally wanted to be a good friend and understand that you didn't want to go out. Mm -hmm. So we also just wanted to get a good photo. So we literally (laughs) drove to caesar's palace where the club is that we were going to go to and we had random strangers take photos of us yep. to post on our instagram 100 percent. and then we left 30 minutes later went to In-N-Out. literally 30 minutes like we timed it like we were like we need to be home by 11 it was 10 55 when we were leaving we got there at 10 30 so got there at 10 30 left at 10 55 went to in and out came home got our pajamas on watched a movie and went to bed and I can a hundred percent say that was my best night ever best night of my life (laughs) that was my favorite thing ever didn't have one sip of alcohol nope we just had fun Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to get a good photo yeah and we both accomplished that so for every product that I used on my face like it was necessary (laughs) like I couldn't do all that work and not get a photo yeah Although it probably looked like I did cocaine because my <laughs> nose was bleeding, but I mean, <laughs> thank God for she face walked tune. into the hotel with a Kleenex <laughs> up her nose. I mean, do what you gotta do. What can you do? Yeah, really, it's fine. Not the first time, but yeah, I literally hate nothing more than getting ready, especially like on that level, mm-hmm. like it's your hair level. and your makeup and. The outfit and spending so much time so if I don't do anything I at least have to get a photo do you feel like you hate that though I hate it like I like it once in a while yeah but doing it every day I hate it well I feel like you get ready more than I do I used to because last summer mm-hmm. I had to like every day for work but yeah which brings me into our next topic of life updates give it to me <laughs> okay so also, I feel like I need y'all's advice as well because I know we're, we're going to give advice later, but I need people's advice out there for myself. So I don't know if everybody knows, but last year I worked at Dre's Beach Club and I also work nightclub and then I also work at the Mirage. So I have three jobs. So this year I went to auditions and I didn't get anything. And I felt super down and super sad. And I was like, oh, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. And I was really like taking it pretty hard. So I was just feeling really down about it. And I was like, I'm going to have to find something. And I was kind of struggling for a job because so I do work at Mirage, but I don't work that many days because there's girls that have been there longer than me. And so they get more shifts Mm -hmm. so I pretty much just pick up whatever is extra so that's not like something that's super reliable or that I have a lot of days at the nightclub they only the most you can work is one night a weekend I didn't know that so that yeah it's just one a weekend because they have so many girls that work for them it's like over 175 girls and they need like eight a night so um 
they usually only give you like one shift a weekend. So for that, that's another one of my jobs, but still it's not enough, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was kind of stressed and I just started applying to all these different places and I ended up getting a job that I wanted at the Red Rock and that's right by my house. So I feel like it's really good. The only thing is they want full time. So I'd have to work at least five days a week, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But then I also ended up getting another job. My this friend, is too much for me. I know. My, my friend... Um, randomly I always told her like it's this company called the refined agency and I was like I've always wanted to work for them they're like an event planning company they do marketing they do social media for other companies in town and she called me and she was like we need someone to be our content creator we just need you to come in like 15 to 20 hours a week run our social media um, make event calendars make social media calendars and I was like I would love that like that is my dream and that's my goal and that's something in my field that I like went to school for so I was like I want to do that too so now I am stuck with four jobs and I don't know what to do you can't do them all and I can't do them all but I feel like it's kind of like I'm I'm scattered all over the place like one job is one day a week another job's one night a week and then this job's 15 to 20 hours a week then the other one's five days a week like I really need to um zone in Mm -hmm and focus on yeah. one. I mean, but literally I also, even having two jobs is a lot. Like having a full-time yeah. job and then another part-time job is so much. Like I really can't no, I even know. imagine. Like, I mean, I've done it before. Like I've worked mm-hmm. a lot before, but I feel like what you do because you're like on your feet or you're, you know what I mean? Like that is just so yeah. many hours and I literally love it though. Cause I feel like you're just so motivated, but you can't do it all. Like yeah. you physically cannot do that all. I mean, if Red Rock is okay, because they're the one that's, like, full-time, so Mm -hmm. if they're going to be okay with me working, you know, four days or, like, three days here and there, then I'm fine with it. I can fit everything in, but if not, then I feel like I'm going to have to, like, give something up, which sucks, but, like, not really that I'm in this situation. I I feel like it's really good because I love every single thing that I'm doing. Like, I love Mirage. I've always wanted to work for Red Rock. I love the nightclub job. It makes good money, and I love this marketing like social media job it's something that I've always wanted to do so I feel like I'm in a really good spot right now in a really good situation to be in I just feel like over the next few months I'm really gonna have to figure out like what works for me and what doesn't and what I love and I also need to fit in like nine vacations so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gonna be a little tough but how crazy that like the psychic told me about this and it happened four days later yeah like For any of you that didn't listen to the last episode, when we got our tarot cards read, she said that she feels like I'm stuck in between wanting a job that's fun and I can take a ton of time off and another job that's like working nine to five and, you know, Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week and that I don't necessarily love. And she was like, the job that you want is out there. You just have to find it. Yeah. And then this job came to me four days later. So, and she basically said that this is where your focus needs to be. So I feel like that's so good that you're kind of like trying to figure out what you want and like where to put your priorities. But I do agree. I feel like although your situation is hard and I feel like it's hard to like cut things out or to like say no to things, Mm -hmm. like that's a good situation to be in because literally you have so many opportunities and they're all things that you enjoy or that you like or would do. I know. Mm -hmm. And I think it just really shows you that 
And it really showed me, you know, how you can be so sad and so down about a certain situation, mm-hmm. but like working in the beach club and working at all of those day clubs like that just wasn't the path for me. And that just wasn't meant to be. And I thought it was so bad and so negative at the t- at the time. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't have even imagined it's even better than I would yeah. have pictured or planned for myself. So it just I makes me really feel happy. Like if and- you have that good mindset like it always works out better than you could have thought like you can never imagine your life's next Mm -hmm. steps better than like god can or you know what i mean yeah like like just things always work out way better than you think yeah and i I think like praying and everything Mm -hmm. it just everything that happened was like that just wasn't god's plan for me to work at those places and i feel like everything worked out exactly how it was supposed to Mm -hmm. and i just couldn't be happier so that's my small little life update yeah so okay do you have anything for us Um, life update not really I just have been really immersing myself in being super productive I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. like maximizing everything do you ever just like get in such a productive mood and your whole entire life is like turned around like I feel like everything is clean like I'm going I I started my gym membership back up I'm like doing a training session and I'm like Mm -hmm. starting to go before and after work and I just feel like things like I love when I'm busy and productive and that's what I've been lately Uh and I just feel like I love that um I've been getting my finances together I'm moving out in a little bit and I've been um meeting like I've been going to these girl group things which are so cool and I went to like my first, they did, they do like potlucks like once a month. And it's mm-hmm. literally a group of like 15 to 20 girls all from the area. And they just have like mimosas and champagne and like have, um, like do, um, never have I ever and fun games. And honestly, like I had so much fun and I knew no one going into it. And I think that's such wow, a, that's so good. like, like, it's so funny because, like, when I was leaving, I was like, wow, I actually had a good time. Like, I feel like sometimes I get kind of social anxiety and I'm, like, mm-hmm. just overthink things or I don't really talk to someone. But I got to know so many people. And then when I was leaving, I was like, wow, that was actually so fun. And I never would have thought, like, I almost didn't go. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's so good. And I'm so proud of you for doing that because I know that that's something, like, you want to work on, making mm-hmm. new friends. Because yeah. it's really hard in a new area to make new friends and no, stuff. No, it is. But that's my last so, update. Yeah. I love it for you. Great. Should we talk about The Bachelor now? Moving on? Yeah. Let's get into The Bachelor. Okay. Okay. I want to know Also, please who... punch me in the head through FaceTime if I start going crazy with my likes. Because I just... Sometimes, some episodes, I'm like, oh, I got it under control. I'm a normal human. And then other times, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm actually the definition of like a valley girl that doesn't know how to speak. You know what I mean? We said, we say like a lot. I said a hundred percent. I can't even tell you how many You didn't times even I've, say no, it no, once. No, 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 I have edited a hundred percent out of our podcast so many times. There was an episode <laughs> I was like, I could make a compilation of all of this and literally it would go viral. It'd be number one trending on YouTube because it was like a hundred percent. Every answer was a hundred percent. A hundred percent. But it was me, not. not you, right? It was me too. It was not okay. okay. I don't know what was going on, but something was in the water. There was another thing too. I mean, love I'm that sure. for you. Oh uh, yeah, we love need to that. chill on that. Yeah, yeah, we need to chill. Okay, not preferred. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back to the Bachelor. 
So it's down to the final two, Maddie and Hannah Ann, and mm-hmm. I want to know who do you want him to pick? Um, also, sorry if you can hear some buzzing noises. I think my computer is overheating. Um, so, you know, honestly, contrast to popular opinion, I really liked Victoria. I didn't like Victoria for him, but I feel mm-hmm. like I really bonded with her on a new level. Like, I really understood where she was coming from. I feel like she struggles with, like, communication, and I feel like I also struggle with that. Um, but tell me you don't like her as a person, though, because if you do, I, I'm concerned. No, I don't know why people didn't annoying. really like her. I think Hannah Ann is really more annoying, annoying. Than her. Truly. You were just talking about like. On the episode last night, she was like, I mean, are you serious right now? <laughs> Like, I honestly feel like that's me, so I don't know. That's not you. She talks so slow that it literally bothered me. I think she's very pretty, Mm -hmm. and I understand if that's how she is, like, in relationships. I get that. Mm -hmm. But, like, her personality really bothered me. Yeah. Okay. And I'm surprised that you like her because I feel like you're so opposite from her. I know. I don't really know what it is because everybody hated her. Also, I feel like he 100% just wanted to sleep with her. That's what everybody's saying. I mean, I, I like, can understand. Have you her butt? I just want to say good. she had the skinniest legs and the best butt. Like, it looked almost she has fake. A good butt. But it wasn't too big. She, where it was, you know, I think she's so pretty. I think like, she's she has so a pretty, pretty face. Yeah. She's, she's, she's good. She's definitely good. Yeah. I feel like he's, I don't know. Like, I'm torn. I feel like he's going to pick Hannah Ann, but I also feel like he's going to pick Maddie. But, okay. So, for people that don't listen, Mm -hmm. Maddie, so he had the final three girls, and when it's down to the final three, you get an overnight date with each of them. So, therefore, this is, like, your first time that you can, like, hook up or sleep with them, whatever you want to do. You don't have to, but I think that's what the majority of people do. It's, like, insinuated, yeah. Yeah. And um, Maddie, one of the final two, she said that she wouldn't be able to accept a proposal or continue on if that week he had slept with the other two girls and she said that she's saving herself for marriage Mm -hmm. I personally like I'm proud of her for sticking up for herself in that way I feel like I feel both ways because one you should know like the kind of show that you're signing up for like that's gonna happen but two it's just something that she wasn't okay with yeah. No, I feel like, and to say that in front of so many people and to go publicly, mm-hmm. not only in front of like family and friends, but in front of people you don't know and have everybody's opinion. And I feel like she did it in a very classy way where it wasn't like that that's disgusting or even yeah. like, I'm going to yeah. hate you if you do that. But it was just kind of like, I don't know how I can literally accept a proposal for from you when you just stuck it in two girls the week before honestly really I and no 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 I I like that's so fair how can you accept if someone's down on one knee and they're like I want to marry you but I slept with two other girls yeah last week I can't I honestly feel like at that point like what is a week gonna do you should know who you're picking and if you want to sleep with the person you're picking, that's fine. Or maybe even if you, I guess if you're stuck between two and that's like some kind of deciding factor. But I think at that point you should know. And if you don't know, I don't know if that's necessarily even going to help you. You know what I mean? But I also see the other side because I do think like 
sex and like sexual chemistry yeah. is a big part of a relationship. But so if you're about them, to get married, like you really don't know. Like he really didn't know that he was going to send Victoria home. Honestly, I don't think he knew. He's a pretty like genuine guy. I think he knew he was going to send Victoria home. Like, the fighting already is too many red flags, I think, personally. I think that he knew in his heart he wanted Hannah Ann and Maddie. But I feel like it's going to be hard now because Maddie is saving herself for marriage. So, like, does he want to go down that route or does he want to pick Hannah Ann? I know. I really could see it going either way. I feel like part of me is, like, I feel like he might pick Maddie only because – not only, but because – Everybody is a little bit more attracted to the chase. And at this point, Hannah mm-hmm. Ann has given, like, everything to him. Everything. Like, her entire, yeah. you know, her heart, whatever. And I feel like there's some more mystery with Maddie. And I, I don't yeah. know. I could see it going either way. I really do feel like... I do feel like Hannah Ann and Peter are really compatible, though. Like, they're kind of similar vibes. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I really feel like, to, to me, he had to have known that he was going to keep Maddie because when because she had the last date. So when he told her that he had slept with the other two girls and she kind of walked away, he came after her and was like, please don't walk away from this. Like, please stay. You're not going to tell someone to please stay and then tomorrow not give him a rose. So I think in that moment, he already knew that he was keeping her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like he's always had a really deep connection with Maddie. I don't know, Maddie and yeah. Hannah Ann. And I mean, Victoria I like, too, but like definitely he's further along with them the whole time. I like both of the final two girls. I feel like Hannah Ann is more of like someone who he is a best friend with. Like they have a really good connection. And like you said, like she's so in love with him. Yeah. She gave it her all. And I feel like they are literally best friends. And she's so good for him, I think, Mm -hmm. from what I can see. And then with Maddie, I feel like he's just liked her from the get-go. And like they've had an instant connection. And it is the chase with her because... I do feel like... Okay, so I... I agree. I think Hannah Ann is like so into him and even when she was crying at the rose ceremony, I was like, that's honestly like cute. She has a lot of emotion for him and I feel like she's like connected with him. But I feel like long term lasting wise, it's going to be Maddie if it's going to last because I don't think Hannah Ann is ready. Like I don't really feel like she's ready for marriage if you ask me. But I also feel like Peter is a player and he has been in the past. Like, he franked what's-her-name four times in a damn windmill. Yeah, but he only was dating one girl. Maddie's a virgin. Yeah. That might be a bit much. That's polar I feel like they're total opposites. They're polar opposites. And the fact that, you know, I mean, not that it really matters, because I feel like you can join someone no matter where you're at, and you don't have to be on the exact same page, but I feel like she's very Mm -hmm. into her faith, and he was even kind of saying, you know, like, I love that about you, but, like, I'm not Mm -hmm. really... He's like, there's a lot yeah. I could work on, which is totally fine. But mm-hmm. are they? How long are they gonna last? Like, are they gonna get married? Yeah. Next month. Right. I don't know. So no, literally. So we'll see. I cannot wait. I literally will be yeah. next Monday night, home. y'all. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens. Oh, actually, I think it's Tuesday because it's a two night event. Oh yeah. So I bet they'll like pick it on Tuesday, but. Oh, I can't wait. We'll see. I'm so excited. Okay. Anyway, so now everybody that doesn't watch The Bachelor just skipped over everything. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, Should sorry. we touch on, do you think we have enough time to touch on our conversation about money and splitting the bills and that? Yeah, 
we do, we this can just be like a little short part, mm-hmm. but we just thought it was super interesting because we have came across a couple different scenarios of how people who are married deal with like finances. bills and finances in general. It's just interesting. Yeah, I was on Instagram, and I'm not going to name names, but I saw this girl, and I know that she comes from a very wealthy family, and she lives in a million-dollar house, multi-million dollar house, Mm -hmm. and um, someone had asked her, like, how do you deal, how do you and your husband deal with the bills? And she said that her and her husband, they split all the bills 50-50. Like groceries, electric, rent, everything 50-50. And she said that whenever they go out, her husband picks up the bill. Which is super interesting to me because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I would just never, I never thought about like splitting rent with my husband. Yeah. But also, he has to have a very good job. Yeah. If they're living in a million dollar house and she comes from a wealthy family and they're splitting the rent. (laughs) Yeah. Like rent's eight thousand a month, you have to pay four thousand and he's So I know that is really interesting and I it sounds weird to be like I'm splitting the bill. I think it just depends mm-hmm. like I guess when I envisioned like my finances later in life, I just assumed there's some sort of shared account that bills come from. And whether mm-hmm. it is fifty fifty that comes out of your check or it's, you know, sixty forty or 2080 or you know like I mean I don't think it's the 80 out of anyone's but yeah like whatever it is there's some kind of joint account that is specific for bills and I feel like that's how I was envisioned I never really thought about it like oh here's my card here's your card here's this electric bill for four hundred dollars so I don't know I know I've never thought about that either I I just feel like there's some kind of card or some kind of account where there's no awkward like splitting yeah I agree and like, I don't know how you actually deposit the money that I can kind of understand more of a splitting mentality, but I don't know. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know either, but for me, what I thought of mm-hmm. was you have like a joint account, but you also have your own account. Yeah. So like I have my own money, he has his own money, but the money that we put together is for like finances and stuff, but we should like what do we put in an even amount because what if I'm making no I don't I don't think you like I, I think it just depends where you're at I think if you're kind of in the same bracket and that's how you want to do it I mean when it comes uh-huh. to bills and savings I feel like there should be like an account for especially if you're married probably like savings together like whether it's for vacations yeah. or emergency fund or a house or yeah. whatever and then bills uh-huh. and how much goes into each should be not equal but I mean, if, if it's super, it just depends, I think, on the, the situation. Because if you're, like, you know, a social media person and you make, like, 40 grand a year and your husband makes mm-hmm. 300K, like, I think at that <laughs> point, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, I don't know if you're yeah. even, like, contributing to the main bills. I think maybe, right. you know what I mean? So I think it really just depends on a relationship and, like, financial standpoint, but yeah. it is super weird to think about. And I'm just so curious, like, what the average is for the U.S. couple. And do, right. do people, like, I would, I always would imagine having my own money. Like, I would hate to, like, have all of my money go into one account where somebody, not that they would, you know, spend all of it, but I like to have money to my name that nobody has to tell me where that goes. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Don't you agree? 
I agree. I mean, I want to have my own money, but I also want... Yeah. Like, you have to contribute. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, keep some of it in an account or a card or whatever where it's, like, this is my money. Yeah. Because then, like, what if you're both going ham on the online shopping and then all of a sudden... (laughs) <laughs> like, the accounts draw negative. I'm just kidding, but you know what I mean? I Literally me. That's me. <laughs> but another, like, situation that I know is a family friend, and her husband is very well off. He makes the money, and she just does stuff for fun. Like, mm-hmm. she has a job. I don't really know what it is, but, like, she's not pulling in a ton of money. And so whatever she makes, she keeps. And he was like just pay our bills like he has her pay the bills so it's like how like how is she paying the bills bills? sending her what do you mean like she just does the paperwork she takes care of it yeah she takes care of it like she gets the credit card statement she decides how much to put on there but like how does that work she's taking money out of his account or do you think they have a joint account yeah she probably has all the I feel like at this day and age you probably never really get like an actual paper bill even if you have a mortgage yeah I mean it's all online so she probably just has all the logins and just monthly goes in and pays everything pays I feel like at this day and age that's pretty much what it is you know what I mean like nobody's really like sitting down crunching numbers but like they're monthly bills it's just coming out of his like account you think probably yeah that's what he's saying if your money's just for you I feel like yeah. there are probably a lot of scenarios where that is because, I mean, if especially in a scenario where someone isn't working or someone doesn't make a lot of money, I mean, you have to right. think even, I mean, like some people don't even work, you know, like a stay-at-home mom. Then it really is all on one person. Yeah. Right. But. Okay. Yeah. So Interesting. Just let us know. If, if you're married and you split your finances, we'd just love to know. Or I think it depends on married. age, too, because if you think about, um, like, people who are younger, like, anyone who's our age, like, I feel like the, uh-huh. the financial gap isn't as big as when, whereas yeah. when you're more established and, like, getting older, you're dating older guys or even you're more established in your career, there's more likely mm-hmm. to be a bigger gap. Like, most people right yeah. now aren't, aren't pulling in 300K, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but. I don't know one person that's pulling in 300K. Um, also, if you're not married, let us know how you feel about that yeah. in the future, like what you think is going to happen. But I also think it depends on who you marry too, because like you said, if you're marrying someone that's bringing in 40000 and you're bringing in a ton more, it's going to go a little bit different. But if you're both bringing in over $100,000 right. in a year, that's going to go a little different as well. Yeah. So. Interesting. And it depends, you know, like on your kid's situation or whatever, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Thought of the week. (laughs) Okay. So next we're going to go on to our advice. Yes. Advice. Our new column. Our new column in the table for two newspaper. It's going to be our new, (laughs) our new segment is going to be advice. So let us know if you like this, but we, um, do we want to talk about the app? Yeah, I think, I don't think we have to really talk about the app, but basically we went online and just found some people asking for advice questions in general. Um, We didn't know the response we would get from everybody, you know, like kind of just starting this out. But in the future, we'd love to have people like send in advice, you know, if they want our advice or our input. Um, But for now... We just thought that this was a way to like have it be anonymous Mm -hmm. and get it started because... 
I know sometimes we will ask questions or like have you guys send us in some things but if you do that through Instagram it's gonna say who it's from so we just thought that sharing some advice anonymously was a good start for yeah. us. So. so okay start us okay. off with the first one I love this I honestly wish my like I think my one of my dream jobs would be just giving advice all day long Okay, first one. No comment. It says... <laughs> Sorry, I was pulling it up on my phone. First one says, how do I tell someone I've been with for four plus years that I don't want to be in a relationship anymore? It's not their fault. They're great. They've done nothing wrong. It's just me and my emotions and I'm in my head. I don't feel like I'm 100% in it and I feel like they deserve better. Wow. I mean, it's fair. I feel like this person knows that they're not interested anymore if they're, like, writing Mm -hmm. for advice and they feel like they're not in it. Yeah. I've never personally been in a super long-term relationship, so I feel like you might have a little more insight on that than I would. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to this one because I know how it feels when you've been in a relationship and you feel like you're not 100% in it. It's kind of hard because you still care about that person and you don't ever want to hurt their feelings, but you also feel, well, at least I felt the guilt of continuing something that I knew wasn't like a for sure thing. And I knew that I wasn't in it. And I feel like at the end of the day, you just have to be honest and say how you feel. Even if it is going to hurt someone, I think it's going to hurt worse if you let it continue on for years to come. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you tell them because they're probably super invested and super in love with you and you're the one that's having mixed feelings and mixed emotions and I feel like, I mean, four plus years is a long time, but if you're feeling that way before you're even married or Mm -hmm. before you have even been married for a long time, I don't think that that's necessarily a good sign. Right. So I think think honesty is the best, so I would just... Yeah. have a talk and just tell them exactly how you feel that you don't feel like you're a hundred percent in it and I totally understand the emotion part of it because you and I talk about this all the time how some days you could be super into it and some days you're not feeling it so I feel like you just have to decide what you want and if you are already feeling like you're not in it then I feel like the best thing to do is tell the person yeah And I feel like your emotions do change, but, like, your overall feeling towards that person Mm -hmm. and, like, your overall wanting to do life with that person needs to always Mm -hmm. be there, um, or at least, like, the strongest, um, like, feeling. But I also think, like, I don't think you have to have, like, everything figured out or, you know, have a script written out. Like, even just saying, you know, I don't really know what I want right now and I need time to explore Mm -hmm. that or whatever. I think just being honest, if that is how you know you're truly feeling is to like give them honesty as soon as possible so yeah yeah I agree so honesty is the best okay on to the next the next one is so one of my best friends has a very very bad breath and I feel this is the reason (laughs) that she's single excuse me I want to tell her I want to tell her but I'm not sure how to do it in a caring way without hurting her feelings please help is this you? <laughs> is this me writing in? That's very subtle. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Is it you writing in about me? <laughs> we, we are obsessed with our breath. We are. I honestly have grandpa breath, though. It's actually a real you problem. You don't. <laughs> I have gingivitis. I have... I have... 
mahi mahi for us tuna tartar yeah i think okay if, um, for most friends we've talked about this but you just have to tell them right yeah i think you have to tell them if you had bad breath i would tell you yeah especially if we're would like out me? doing something yeah but I mean, okay. I feel like I don't really notice your breath, but obviously if it was like that bad and like you were talking to me, I'd be like, hey, do you want a mint? Or, and if I noticed it frequently, yeah. I actually know somebody when I used to hang out with a group of girls and specifically this one girl, like I didn't never really notice it, but other people noticed it and people would talk about her breath and the poor girl, like nobody ever told her. So one of the friends said something and she got really offended and was like mad at her for a while. But I don't feel like that's the right way of going about it. It's just like when you have like, I mean, a booger in your nose, like you want someone to tell you. I feel like it would hurt initially, but like if you told me, I feel like you and I would say it in a joking way. Like if you literally just handed me a mint, I would laugh and I would know how my breath smells or vice versa. I would just say, you need a breath mint. I mean, I literally think think we would both die laughing. I think about that time when we were at a club in Toronto and you noticed this guy's breath that we were hanging out with. And I was like, oh, I don't even notice it. And then I was like, does mine smell? And you were like, Kind of. I said that? Yeah. I mean, fair. Oh my God. Like we probably had breadsticks and pasta before we went out and then had 17 shots, so fair. It probably does smell. I don't even remember that, to be honest. <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah. So I think just tell them. Again, honesty. Honesty and making a joke out of it because if it's your close friend, I feel like she's going to appreciate the honesty and if you say it in like a joking way, it won't like come off as harsh. I think a a lot of people too sometimes will like bring it up almost like it's a problem that they're having themselves like, hey, do you ever really have bad breath in the morning or what do you do? And I feel like maybe that'll make them more conscious of like, oh, I never even thought about that. Do I have bad breath in the morning? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> that's your answer. You kind of. No, no, I do, but I'm saying that's the conversation. Like that's getting them to think about it. Okay. Because my breath smells like a sweaty walrus asshole in the morning <laughs> with my retainers. Same. But okay. You don't even have retainers. No, I have a night guard. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am going through this right a now. A mouth guard? I, yeah. Do you play sports? <laughs> I do. I get up and sleepwalk. But listen, you can't clean it. Okay. My mouth guard specifically can't. This is me coming in with advice. Can't get cleaned, and it truly smells like a donkey's butthole. I'm not joking. Do you? Do you brush? I it? do, but that's not enough. Not enough. I'm so serious. This is actually a soak problem I'm in, having. You need to soak it in list. It says you can't. It says don't well, soak I, it in cleaner. But that's what I have hmm, to do. It's gonna. That's what I do, happen. which is probably why my teeth <laughs> have been moving. Okay, moving on. Next question. Do you, okay. Do you have another yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I really need advice how to get off my phone 24-7. I'm always on it and it bugs me. I need some hobbies. And also, how do I quit social media for good? By the way, my daily average is about nine and a half hours. Nine and a half hours? Nine and a half hours. Do you have a job? Nine and a half hours. I mean, I'm not even trying to put this person down, 
But they no, have same. a problem. Like, I thought I have a problem. Like, I do have a problem. How many hours do you think you're on your phone? It depends. Lately, I've been trying to be better. So, like, maybe two or three. But on days oh, wow. when I'm really bad, it can be, like, if I have nothing going on and I notice I'm being on a lot, it can be four or five. That's horrible. I feel like my average is five, is four. My average is four. Yeah, I haven't looked in a while, but... Nine and a half, though? Nine That's, and like, a half literally, literally almost ten hours. Yeah. That's crazy. But, I mean, I'm not trying to dig into this person's life. It can totally happen, but... Some advice? Go on a walk. Spend time with your family. Get a gym membership. Make some lists. Go to Office Depot. Get some, like, organizational shit. Yeah, I think shit. you have to... Yeah, you have to like make a list of things you want to get done and yeah. be more productive and set those social media timers on your phone. So like 40 minutes yeah. and then it gets cut off or whatever. And give yourself certain times. Like I can do it from, like I like to decompress after work. So I always get on my phone after work, like when I've just come home. And to me, that's like mm-hmm. part of my relaxing. But then yeah. I give myself, I'll give myself, I'll like look at the clock and be like, I have until this time. And then after that time, I gotta I up. always do it in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. I literally wake up early so that I can drink my coffee and, like, be on my phone mm-hmm. for a little while. And then I try not to be on it. Especially when you're at work. Like, I just think you should yeah. not have your phone. I feel like that takes up a good nine, ten hours of your day that you shouldn't really be on your phone. And then if you want to be on it later, that's fine. But I would just try to do hobbies or, like, Truly. figure out what it is that you do like. Truly. How is this person doing it? You work an eight-hour day. I don't have some time people, that I'm awake to even be on my phone for nine hours. Okay, but some people can be on their phone at work. Yeah. So, like, if you're literally waking up, you're on your phone, then you go to work. Or what if they don't work? They might yeah. not work. Stay at home mom. That's who she is. Stay at home mom. They could be on their phone all the time. Yeah. Okay. I would just get some hobbies. My advice is. Get some hobbies, do more outdoor things, do more active things, and delete your apps. Like, you and I, we used to always, like, find a friend maybe, because Sarah and I have done this, Mm -hmm. and we just delete our Instagram. And then we hold each other accountable so that we're not checking it all the time. And maybe if you're religious, you could give up social media for Lent. Mm -hmm. I know it started, like, a few days ago, but I feel like I've done that in the past, and it's a good um, time away from social media and time away from being on your phone so yeah and I do feel like it's an actual addiction that people have even on a minor (laughs) level so yeah sometimes cutting it out and then like coming back to it you're much less you're in a different headspace if you cut it out for a month and then you re-download it you're not as like every moment because I feel like it's just a um a habit sometimes I'll get on like if I notice my app's not there it's a habit I go to do something I'm like oh I don't need to be checking my Instagram that's not even what I was yeah I'm just sitting here yeah. Wait, so mm-hmm. what'd you give up for Lent, though? I gave up being on my phone at the dinner table. Oh, that's good. Because I, I, tried to I do feel that. like a lot of times when I'm um, at dinner with my grandparents or I'm at dinner with, you know, a friend, like even I noticed I was doing it when you were here, mm-hmm. um, I would rather spend that time talking and being present in the moment than like checking my phone. But I feel like it's just a habit, you know, mm-hmm. like when you're just sitting at a restaurant and you know, you just pull it out and you'll be on your phone, but I just don't want to do that. I want to be present and I want to talk. 
You're missing it. Like, why and I, that's what come? I want to do. You can do that at home. I know. And I yeah. loved, wasn't it you that told me about, I don't know if you did this or if you know somebody that did this, but you take all of your, like if you want to do an Instagram story, I think it was you when you went to Hawaii. I love this. Uh-huh. Is you took all of your content or like you took your pictures, you took your videos, uh-huh. whatever, saved it all. And then when you get uh-huh. home and you're laying in your bed about to yeah. go to sleep. I did this. You edit yep. them and post them all in, all in a row or whatever. I did this my whole Hawaii trip. Yeah. Because on Hawaii, I didn't want to be on my phone the whole time. And I feel like sometimes you'll see something and you'll be like, okay, cool. And then I want to post this. And I feel like this is definitely more for the girls. But like, you'll want to make the story cute or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to spend my time doing that. So I would take a ton of photos, take a ton of videos. And every night when I was laying in bed and everybody else was sleeping, I wasn't missing out on time with them while they're sleeping. That's when I posted. That's when I, you know, edited and did all my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it really helped because I, felt more in the moment and I really enjoyed my time more yeah so no I literally love that yeah love it do we want to do do we want to do one more or yeah do one more you can say yours okay I'm happy in my relationship almost four months in but I met her only a couple of months after breaking up with someone who I love deeply I think about my ex frequently and it still hurts sometimes is this okay and what should I do I feel like this is really good and really relevant for probably a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like it's normal because it is only four months later. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how long. I don't know if it said how long the relationship he was in before was. No, it just said he was deeply in love. Deeply in love. Yeah. I, th- I feel like big. that takes a while to. <laughs> yeah. It takes a while to get over. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it I think it just depends. I think it depends on how you're thinking about your ex and kind of the emotions you yeah. have. If it was something that was like kind of toxic or there was a lot of hurt there, like maybe someone cheated yeah. or um, mm-hmm. there was like malicious intent. I feel like you're not if you're not over that, that could just be because of that hurt and that's kind of okay. Yeah. But I think if it's like yeah. you're still fantasizing or like dreaming about them and you know, like you think about them when you hear a song and like that kind of stuff, then that's that's a sign that you're not ready to move on and that you need to fully adapt to those feelings before you really get involved with someone else because that's not really fair. Yeah. You should be thinking I, about I that agree. new person most of the time. Right. I agree with that too. I feel like sometimes it's probably normal to think about them mm-hmm. because it four months is pretty fresh but I also feel like you shouldn't be jumping into something else if you aren't fully over right. your ex to begin with like if you are meeting someone and sometimes it's hard because you're trying to move on but if you're still thinking about that ex mm-hmm. in like a loving way I don't think it's right to be moving on and trying to avoid it because you're not taking care of like what's at hand and what's right in front of you you're trying to um, make that go away, those feelings of your ex go away with someone new. And I feel like you truly can't do that. Like yeah. you have to be okay with it yourself mm-hmm. and then move on and find someone. Yeah. So. And at the end of the day, no one knows you better than you know yourself. And you know when you're over someone, you know what I mean? If you're not, yeah. the way you're thinking about them, the way you're, you know, posting things or, you know what I mean? Like the way you're thinking about interacting yeah. with them, you know, if mm-hmm. you're, and I feel like when you're really interested in someone new and that initial mm-hmm. interest is peaked, instantly, if there were any thoughts of your ex, it kind of should be like, wow, this new person is so interesting. That's where all my focus is. And if it's not, right. then you kind of know, hmm, maybe it's not time. 
So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Love it. Anything else to add? I feel like that was a good little segment. I'm so excited to be starting that in the future. And now. I know. Because I just love giving advice. Call me a therapist. 1-800-CALL-SARAH and Bailey. (laughs) Yeah. So we hope you guys liked it. And tune in to the next episode. Is this it? (laughs) This is it. I think this is it. I think we covered it all. And um, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. So dorky.